Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Maybe not such a good afternoon. But this is Dr. Simon. Normally I do my show on uh, in an evening. Lately it's been on a Monday evening for a variety of reasons. That works for me. And I sit down and I prepare. I, I make an outline of the problem I would like to understand and help anybody uh, who might be struggling with the same issues understand. And if they wish to call in and participate, uh, all the better. Um, today I, I'm just so upset uh, about, as almost everybody I meet, about this slaughter, another slaughter uh, in, in Las Vegas. Uh, this on another level entirely. Um, and I want to talk about it. And I dedicated this show to Senator Marco Rubio. I have started to call his office, and I will continue to call his office every day and send out messages. And I'll give a message now to all of you listening, wherever you are, uh, particularly if you're in the United States. You call your congressmen and call your senators, regardless of how you feel about guns and gun control, and tell them you're frightened. You're frightened for your children. You're frightened for your husbands, your wives, your parents. Because we now have a situation, and, and uh, I, hold, I, and I, I said this to uh, Senator Rubio, we have a situation where more and more people can have access to weapons that only the military in the past would have when they went to war, and only the military should have. We are the only country in which this is happening. And the political party now in control has almost uniformly acted without conscience or without regard to the true function of a leader, a political leader, which is to define the threats to their constituencies and produce action and plans and, and policy to protect them. And in this case, the threat and protection should not only be for their constituents, but themselves. Recently, another nut job, and I'll call him a nut job, but I will spend some time in this hour discussing what I believe are the psychological, some of the psychological dynamics of people who do this took a, the rifle, a long rifle, and he went to a baseball game where Republicans were having a practice, a softball practice. Was it a baseball? doesn't matter. And one of those Republicans, a man who I watched on television uh, emotionally thank his colleagues and friends and those who saved him after he was shot in the hip and very nearly died, still insists that the kind of guns that cause this carnage are not the problem, that the problem is the people who shoot the guns, that it's somehow a notion, which I'll discuss at some length today, their mental illness or the lack of mental health, that's the problem. And this man, Scalise, Congressman Scalise, comes across as a totally decent, loving family man who somehow as with Senator Rubio 
doesn't connect that not only could he be shot playing baseball, but so could his children. Last Thursday and last Saturday, two of my granddaughters went to separate concerts. Throngs of young people enjoying themselves in what has now come to be called a soft target. We're going to have to change our lives. Our children, who are supposedly growing up in the land of the free, will be slaves to a fear that all of us have, that they will go out to have a good time and end up being dead or maimed. And all of the families that endure this horror are changed forever. The psychology of individuals once shot or who lose a child or a loved one, any loved one, for the purposelessness and the preventability of such actions are never the same. I can't stand watching and listening to the pieties that we will pray for the, for the people who are hurt. We will pray for the dead. We will pray. And we will help them heal. No. After such atrocity, nobody heals. Nobody. I've been a psychologist for 50 years. I've worked with many people who have lost children through violence, through suicide. They're never the same. If they're lucky, if they hold together, if they find a way for themselves as individuals and as families, they get on with their lives in some way. But they don't heal. There is no wound. I watched somebody today, a young woman who was shot and being interviewed on television. Her wound will heal. Her view of herself in the world is permanently transformed. We are losing our innocence as a people. And we are the only country on earth that calls itself civilized that is allowing this to happen. And it will happen again, probably soon, by the copycats, by the pathetic individuals who feel themselves to be no one, nothing, who feel themselves to be small, insignificant, and not important, who feel probably in many cases that they are sexually impotent. And they take upon themselves the power of God. Because to give life or take life is exactly, ultimately, the power we ascribe to God. They are pathetic. And then we call them mentally ill or mad or they snapped. Over the years, I have worked with cops who shot somebody in the act of defense. They were doing their jobs. It was a perfectly reasonable thing to do, to shoot that individual. They are never the same. Our soldiers come home from war. They watch the blood run out of their comrades. They watch the blood come out of the victims that they shoot. And they come home and we say they have post-traumatic stress disorder. They're disordered. No, they're not disordered. They have been sent to hell to do the most awful thing, to kill. 
with deadly weapons, and they do it, and they're not the same. And most of them see the people they are enemies with, most, not all, as human beings that they're killing, and that hurts. Some of the individuals who shoot, as this guy from the, from the 32nd floor of Mandalay uh, Hotel, the Mandalay Tower, or the guy in Orlando, or some of the cops who look at blacks. And that's, by the way, a very small number of cops. Most cops, and I know a lot of them, are decent, decent people who do a dirty job for too little money. When the shooting starts, they run towards it while the rest of us run away. Whatever people are in this kind of a situation, if they don't see their shooting at human beings, if they have dehumanized and demonized, then they're lost. They have lost their humanity. I watched yesterday. Uh, I walked into a patient's room, uh, somebody I care about very much who's very ill, whose son had uh, watched and watches Fox News. And I admit, every once in a while, I put on Fox. Usually I can't stand it for, for very long, but I can't stand most of the news. Uh, uh, even the news that tends to comfort me, which, it, of course, it's more politically oriented to my own beliefs. It's, it's just uh, off 24 hours of, 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 of screaming, uh, of taking sides, of so little intellectual analysis. So anyway, occasionally I, I will watch Fox because I want to know what's being said. And I stared in a, feel, a moment that was surreal. A former congressman from Utah, and I forget his name, was being interviewed by a very attractive blonde lady, reporter, very intelligent, knew her business and knew exactly what she was doing. And she asked him, is there any way to stop this from happening? And he thought for a second and said, no. Well, maybe a little on the mental health front. But no, I don't think it could be stopped. And I stood there looking. And if my patient hadn't been in the room, I would have started screaming at the set. Maybe kicked it. You mean the country that Ronald Reagan called the bright city on a hill that politicians call the hope of mankind, the greatest democracy that's ever been, the most powerful military force in the world that the world has ever seen, the country that put men on the moon, that found cures for polio and terrible diseases, that will find the cure for cancer, unless Israel does it first. This country can't manage to take machine guns. And don't start with me that the weapons were semi-automatic. They were military style. And this guy had no problem in creating a legal technical way of turning them into rapid fire machine guns. And he had 40 guns, 42 guns, 20 guns in the room with him, some on tripods. He had planned this out meticulously. Call him evil if you want, President Trump, but that doesn't explain anything. It doesn't explain why he can't see humanity in himself or others, because somewhere along the line, he killed himself. 
He was actually dead as a human being before he walked into that room and set up his death machine. So, for those of you listening, you have to call your congressmen. You have to call your senators. You have to know who they are. And you have to tell them. They have responsibility to act with you to stop the carnage in our country. Otherwise, they, you, and we all have blood on our hands. I don't care that they want to keep their jobs and that they're afraid that the NRA or some other right-wing demagogic billionaire or, or, or a force of money will primary them. Their first responsibility is to their families, their friends, and all of us who are in the arena with them. They don't do that responsibility. They are not good people. And so I will be calling Senator Rubio. My other senator is Bill Nelson. I will send him uh, uh, some money. As soon as I decide how much I'm going to send him, I have already contacted him. Uh, in my last show, I'm very proud of my last show, in which I discussed the way in which I believe the Democrats or anybody who opposes the, 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 the terrible policies and the small-mindedness of the Republicans now in control uh, by using the playbook that Trump did, recognizing and that Trump didn't think this through, he just used it, that we are all tribal animals and that once a bond is formed between the leader and the tribe and the leader defines a threat and promises to do something about it, he can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it and not lose votes because there's nothing logical going on here. People are looking for survival. They're looking for jobs. They're looking for their dignity. They're looking for things they believe the leaders who promise that they will pro provide these things will come through. And there are these bonds, bonds of kinship, bonds of, of, of love, bonds of need. Anybody who knows policemen know that they're always under threat. They form bonds with each other of survival. They are brothers. Soldiers become brothers, at least until they, they come home. And then when the threat lifts, many of those relationships go back to something other than they were when the survival of each individual was dependent upon the survival of the group working together. Nothing logical. We don't think it through. We don't say, let's form these bonds with our children, with our relatives, with our friends. We don't think about it. We just do it. Because that's how we emerged evolutionarily. So I will give Senator Nelson some money. I also have a wonderful uh, a congresswoman in, in my district. Um, if she, I don't think she's running this year, but I will support her in any way I can. But the, 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 the person in Florida I am focusing on and will continue to focus upon until he stands up and provides a real rationale, not some crap answer as to why 
He won't support reasonable legislation to get the guns, military-style weapons or weapons that can be turned into military-style assault weapons off the streets. It has been done in every civilized country in the world. Some years ago, maybe 15, 20, I don't remember exactly. If I had planned this better today's broadcast, I would have looked it up. Australia had a mass shooting. They immediately created legislation to make guns illegal. I think all guns. Even the police don't carry guns unless in certain situations. And they have not had another mass shooting since. Australia, which was begun 200 years ago as a penal colony. England sent their criminals there. There's a whole bunch of psychology that needs to be discussed because of that. Well, nobody's called in. I didn't expect to. This was a surprise. Tell your friends if you hear this, because this becomes archived. It will be there forever and ever and ever. And you can listen to it on, on Twitter. Or you think you can listen to it on Facebook. You can listen to it on uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash stories we live by. It's here. Well, it's time for me to uh, have a piece of fruit and sit down and try to calm myself. Because I have been in a terribly agitated, frightened state by this latest incident. I couldn't sleep for some time after Orlando. Uh, We have become so used to these that if only six or seven or two or three people are shot to death by some disgruntled worker uh, or somebody with some kind of a grievance and uses a handgun, it doesn't even make the news. That's what's happened to us. We have normalized our slide into barbarism. Led that way, led into the pit by our elected officials who are now in control of the House, of the Senate, and of the presidency of the White House. I'm going to sit here for a few minutes. If anybody would like to call in, I would love that. Otherwise, I'll shut the show. I kept it with, I put on for 45 minutes. I could take as much as two hours if I wanted to put the time on. If I have a guest, they always take more time. But otherwise, I try to speak less than a half an hour because if I can't say it in a half an hour, it really doesn't need to be said. You can't hold most people's attentions. Unless you can make your point, tell them why you made that point, and then make the point again in a half an hour. Say what you think, demonstrate the reasons for what you think, and then say what you think again. Come to the conclusion and shut up. Let people listen. Let people participate. Okay. I'm going to end my session.